Welcome to the K Corpus MD podcast. I'm talking today with K Corpus. She is an integrative and functional medicine physician. And Kay, you say there are five steps to gut restoration. So can you walk us through those today? Sure. Um, there are certain things that are critical to the digestive system and to good health. And there could be a lot of things that could cause GI issues. I mean, diet, medications, other inflammatory issues. And I'm talking more on chronic gut problems, right? And so a lot of people come to me with with these symptoms of reflux or bloating, fullness or constipation. And there are five steps that I often look at to see where the pathology might land. And oftentimes, if somebody is having a lot of gut issues, they have to hit all of these five steps. And we call them the five R's, and I'll go over that, to be able to get full gut healing, um, because our gut does extend from our mouth all the way down to the the anal area. And there's different functions along the whole system that need to be addressed. Okay. So the first one would be remove. Um, the first R. So you basically get rid of the stressors, um, that things that could affect the environment of the GI tract. So this could be oftentimes it's food, you know, food that can cause allergic reactions. And honestly, in my practice, what I see is the most common foods that cause sensitivities or problems are gluten, dairy, corn, soy, eggs, and peanuts. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people go on a gluten and and dairy-free diet, and you can actually get about 90% of the problem there. And I just want to say that the reason why is those two, gluten and casein, the those two proteins are the biggest protein uh, molecules. And so if you, you're having GI problems, and those two would be really hard to digest. So taking those out of the diet and eating foods that are more digestible would be the most optimal. And I also put people on an elimination diet to remove... Uh, gluten and dairy along with some other in potentially inflammatory foods like the um, eggs and peanuts. So that's a 21-day elimination. You take out those things and you slowly introduce them back so you know which foods cause what. Mm. The second would be replace. So as we you know, chew the food and swallow it, it goes into our stomach. And our stomach has digestive enzymes in it, which can help break down the food. So the most important one would be hydrochloric acid and bile acid that will break down the nutrients into a more absorbable form. And sometimes diet, drugs, medications, and other factors and disease, other diseases could cause a problem with this. And stress does as well. So for example, if somebody is under a lot of stress, the cortisol secretion will decrease the digestive enzymes to the stomach. And low enzymes actually cause reflux, hmm. not high enzyme, not high acid. And so what's happening in on the conventional realm is that they'll give proton pump inhibitors or H2 blockers, which get rid of the acid, but it's actually, that would make it worse because you need the acid in the stomach to break down the food. So I often give digestive enzymes or things like digestives like 
ginger or, you know, sauerkraut, you know, it's interesting that certain cultures have certain foods that they eat with their meals to act as a digestive with their foods. So the Japanese do that. Other cultures do that as well um, to add that in. And, and it really makes sense. And warm drinks instead of cold, ice cold sodas would help the digestive process go. The third would be to re-inoculate. So as the food goes down past the stomach, we hit the colon and there are the probiotics and the prebiotics. So everybody has heard of, you know, that and it's really great to take the probiotics, the things that the probiotics are good bacteria. They're so um, important in the function of our bodies. Um, they detox our bodies. Um, they help in the production of neurotransmitters and we, if you take a lot of antibiotics or you eat foods like certain meats that are treated with antibiotics that can also affect the gut flora, water with chlorine in it can sterilize the gut. So adding probiotics as a supplement is really great, but I also love using foods like cultured foods, fermented foods, sauerkraut, kimchi, you know, you can make a bunch of uh, kombucha is another one, mm -hmm. which I love. And adding those to the diet can be so helpful. Also things like yogurt, but you just have to be careful. They are inoculated with probiotic, but they are, they're in a kind of a dairy medium. So if you're sensitive to dairy, that might not be the best idea. So have to be careful with that. Next would be, number four would be repair. So sometimes what happens is that the gut lining gets inflamed. So the GI tract and the nutrients can just kind of float through there. And we call that this leaky gut syndrome. And that's not something that you can necessarily detect by colonoscopy, but the, there are holes, we would say, small ones in the gut called gap junctions. And when there's inflammation, it pulls the gap junctions apart, making the gut kind of with holes, holy. Wow. So all the nutrients and, you know, all these complexes, bacteria, whatever can go through there and affect the systemic circulation and actually deposit on certain parts. So um, on the joints can cause arthritis, on the sinuses can cause sinusitis, in the brain can cause a lot of these ADD, ADHD, um, dyslexia and dyspraxia. So we're seeing this relationship between the gut, the health of the gut and the health of the brain. Wow. So when I see children on the spectrum or see some kind of neurological issue, I, I ask about the gut. I ask about the health of the gut. So yeah, that relationship is really intimate and important. So we can heal that by using things like fish oil supplements, L-glutamine, and also broth like chicken broth, beef broth. Um, those things have a lot of amazing nutrients in it to help seal the gut. And the last one, number five, would be rebalance. So this is paying attention to sleep, exercise, and stress because, you know, the adrenals can, on overload, can really affect the whole system. So, yeah, that's it. Those five. And, and oftentimes it's not enough to do one step. But when I see my patients do all five simultaneously or step by step, they have faster results in gut healing. So if you're interested in taking those five steps with Kay Corpus, you can reach her at kcorpusmd.com. There's lots of good information there. And we look forward to speaking with her again soon. Thanks, Kay. Thank you. Thank you.